0: Of The Last Felony, Ion Dissonance, and Cryptopsy, there is this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers.
1: Hey, Al McManus here, Director of Operations for Ask for Entertainment and King of the Buffet. Thanks for tuning in this week. We appreciate y'all's support. Really cool episode this weekend. Really great singer for an up-and-coming talented band. Be sure to go online at Shiprock.com and book your cabin today for Shiprock in January of 2022. We're excited to be uh, back living in the real world. We hope you are too. So come and join us and uh, have the time of your life. Thanks for listening. Enjoy the episode. Making Waves.
2: Welcome to Making Waves, the Shiprocked podcast, part of the sound talent media family and the fastest growing rock podcast in the world. We've had nearly 5,000 downloads this year alone and our community is larger and more involved than ever. Thank you so much for your support and remember to review, rate, subscribe and share. This is episode 48 and we're super stoked. Shiprocked and Making Waves takes a lot of pride and I spoke to our guest off camera or off air about this. We're super stoked about always turning people on to new bands, new acts that we find incredible, for one, and we think have an incredible future, and we're always glad to be kind of this little launching pad for them. So with that said, um, we're going to welcome Joey from Varsity NYC. But thank you so much for for taking this yeah. one evening with us. Well,
0: thank you for having me. I appreciate
2: it. So let me talk about you for a second, brother. Thank you so much. You guys you the room, uh, please. Yes, it's uh, going to be always the best stuff. Uh, You guys have been around since about 2015. Yes. And going through your music, before I kind of get on to what you guys are doing, um, it's quite unique in the sense I've never heard anyone blend metal, hip-hop, this NYC kind of vibe, and R&B. (laughs) <laughs> but we'll get, we'll get on about that. Cause it really is something uh, special. It really is. Um, so you guys, you, you got a new, new single out, Montero. Mm-hmm. And Which heading is, out this, uh, this summer. Yeah, it absolutely. It's great. And it's the single we're going to definitely We're going to spend some time with that, with that song alone. Um, and then you're heading out late summer, July, August with, uh, you going out with? the uh, Oh God, let me remind me to, I think you're going out to, Oh, Um, awake at last there we go awake at last (laughs) the uh, the armageddon tour that's right the armageddon tour the wake at last in varsity nyc so hitting uh looks like you guys are doing the east coast a little bit of
0: midwest yeah you know we we haven't toured in like forever and like uh it's it's funny because uh my agent is actually the guitarist for at last and um you know they they're always touring and they haven't toured in forever either we're like hey well things are opening up we should definitely get back together and like yeah. Start kind of doing things start moving. So we're doing a little bit
2: of the East, a little bit of the Midwest, and then kind of back home. Yeah. So, um, well, you guys look like you're going to have a pretty jam-packed 2021, 20, 2022. So, again, thank you. And I, I hope uh, I, I, by the time you get, get the ship rocked in, in January 2022, you guys will be nice and warmed up and, uh, and ready for a, a propulsive year next year. So, anyway, uh, yeah. uh, let's start talking about, well, you and then Varsity NYC. And we're going to let Chad, Chad, Chad's going to take it from here. Cause
1: I know he's got some questions for you.
0: Oh
1: yeah. Hey Joey. Um, as a, uh, at one time new band to the ship, um, I was in a band a thing uh, in a band called Wilson. We uh, hung up the old hatchets uh, in 2019. And some of the things that I wanted to talk about um, in particular with a, you and your band coming on to the ship for the first time is have you been on an actual like vessel in the sea playing music before?
0: I have never been on a ship period this is actually my first experience on a ship and I think for the rest of the guys as well.
1: Not even dinghies like you know like a paddle boat or something (laughs) like that?
0: (laughs) I mean not that I can remember. I don't th- we don't really do like the water things, you know, <laughs> I guess sure. being from New York city is if you, if you dive in water, it's like, the Hudson river or like <laughs> one of our many dirty beaches. So we try to not do the water thing.
1: Up. Yeah. So let me, let me, let me bring this back around then with the New York city ties. Uh, well, welcome to the ship uh, first and foremost, uh, but with New York city, whereabouts do you guys live? And and can you tell me a little bit about like um, the formation? I know this is kind of maybe trivial stuff for you, but our listeners are hearing about it for the first time. So if no, you don't no, mind no. talking about the heart and soul of what the band Uh, Where the band resides And how you found Your brothers in In Noise That'd be great
0: Yeah so we're We're all from New York City Um, We don't all live In New York City Right now Uh, I do I do My bassist does And my guitarist does My drummer currently Lives in uh, Pennsylvania Not Philly He has like a house And everything else out there You know he kind of he made it out. <laughs> um, Chris, right? Is his name? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, you know, that's the goal. You, you're in here, but eventually, you need a house, and you know, houses in New York City cost millions of dollars, which we don't have. Totally. Totally. <laughs> um, they're all, they're all kind of people that I've known for years, like literal, literal years. Uh, it's kind of weird because we weren't always in this band together, or even this band was like a thought. It's kind of like. uh this band wasn't even really a band at first. It was just a solo project. Like I did it by myself and I like wrote and recorded the music and then I <laughs> threw it out there. And, you know, I did like, we, we got some shows and whatever else. And then after a couple of years, we're like, Hey, you guys want to kind of do this seriously. And that was, <laughs> and now we're here. So that's I, literally the history of this band. <laughs>
1: did you guys grow up together though? Like the, the, the start of the core of the band or anybody uh, that you, that you're making these with currently, uh, you know, how long have you guys known each other, I suppose?
0: So me and my bassist kind of grew up together. Like, we even went to, like, the same junior high schools and stuff like that. Um, and then my guitarist, Paul, uh, I've known him for probably a, maybe about, like, 15 years also through, like, different bands and stuff like that. Um, my drummer was more of, like, a recent friend that hadn't come in, um, you know, for a couple of years and stuff like that. But uh, my, me and my bass, Javi, and Paul have known each other for, like, years.
1: Right on. So I was reading some, some interesting facts in the bio, uh, for instance, you, your first record came out in 2015, correct? Mm-hmm, yeah. And then full length, full length after that was 2019?
0: Well, we haven't really put out a full length yet. It's all been EPs, which is
1: kind of weird. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. excuse me. I am, I am <laughs> so sorry. That I, thought, I found it between that 2015 record in 2019 EP or both are EPs. Is, you did a song with, um, with Johnny Craig, right? Yeah. yeah you yeah, guys yeah, have yeah. a previous relationship in that, in that, uh, that camp or how did that all come together?
0: Uh, I kind of knew him, um, from just like, I, I worked for like a bunch of bands like doing merch and stuff like that. Um, And then uh, I kind of met him through like all of that. And uh, it's funny cause when, when we did that song I wasn't really talking to him as much, but I had reached out uh, and I was like, Hey, listen, Johnny, like you got this song. Like uh, I think it'd be fun. Like if you were on it and uh, it was actually his birthday and he heard the song and (laughs) literally was like, yeah, I'm just going to do it right now. And he kind of like did it. And then we just put it out.
1: Were you guys together in the same room or he was just like, Yeah, we did it. We did it in the living room.
0: Oh, we didn't even awesome. in our studio. Like, I recorded him while, while we were eating spaghetti.
1: <laughs> what kind of spaghetti? <laughs> that's a very important question to you, remember? I, yeah, I
0: think yeah. it was, like, Chef Boyardee. Like, it was just, like, there we go. it was wrong. just straight out of the can. Like, let's just eat this and record this and just be done with it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh-huh. But uh, So, moving
1: forward from that, I noticed, um, what I did notice is in your discography, and even if there are singles, in 2020, it seems like you guys kept pretty busy uh, without, you know, moving in, the, in the, the typical sense of a band. I saw, what, we you release like five singles or something six singles or something like
0: that? Yeah, so it's kind of weird. Um, in the beginning of 2020, uh, we had just got off a of tour and that was when we got approached excuse me, by our record label. And um, we had already had the EP that is out now, um, Cloud City. And we were just going to release it ourselves. And, you know, the label came along and they were like, hey, you know, business stuff, which ended up, turning into us working with them. Um, and we, you know, the shutdown happened right after that. We had no idea what to do. And so we're like, hey, we're just going to shoot a bunch of music videos and just put out a bunch of these songs, like, all, like, in a row and kind of do, like, some singles, some live stuff here and there. And we'll see kind of what happens from here to the end of 2020.
1: So the, the plan was to kind of, like, sprinkle out the, uh, the EP, if you will, while there was downtime so you could kind of, like find a little bit of a, a speed lane to like head into a touring situation when we open back up.
0: Yeah, kinda like that was that was originally the idea. We we as a band were like gonna do that anyway, but then when the label came along, we just kinda got lucky because now we have, you know, the power of budgets. So, <laughs> you know, that, always, that definitely helped.
1: <laughs> it changes things immensely, right? Is this your first label deal then?
0: With uh, With the label? Yeah. Um, no, so okay. for this record, yeah um, We had uh, run-ins with some other labels So uh, a lot of people don't know this But in 2015, when I put out that first record We signed with Artery Recordings at the time Oh, um, gotcha And that was, I think we were a band for like maybe three months <clears throat> Before we signed with that label We were with them for a little bit and then it didn't work out And then uh, we just kind of were DIY up until
1: now and, uh, how do you feel it's changed for you guys as the, as a unit, besides the budgets, um, do you feel like you have the same creativity, uh, the freedom of creativity as you had, uh, back then? Now? Oh yeah, dude. I do whatever I want. Like my label can't tell me shit.
0: Like awesome. <laughs> they, the, the cool thing about working with spine farm though, is that I, I don't think they want to tell me stuff. They kind of just, they point you in the like in certain directions are like, Hey, you have all this great stuff. Like you can actually do all of this stuff with it. Um, Versus telling me what to do, like, I know even when we recorded, uh, I didn't even show them the songs till they were done. And I know a mm-hmm. bunch of times I was like, hey, yeah, we just kind of want to hear what's going on in the studio. And I literally was like, no, you'll wait until it's done. You have to trust me on this. Um, I, I, will, <laughs> I will give you a good record. So they don't, uh, they don't really tell us anything. Uh, we're super, super hands-on with everything creatively. That's great.
2: Man. I, I, yeah, I think with Spine Farm, are such an interesting story because they were like a very bleak, dark metal, black metal label back in the day. So, yeah, they're they're about the creative aspect of things. And business is almost kind of like secondhand priority as far as like letting and their artists be creative, which brings me to you guys. So being from New York City, which has a rich history and everything from. New York Hardcore, which is legendary, iconic. I used to work at Revelation Records, man. So I know how important it is to kind of keep the standard that New York City sets for hip-hop, R&B, metal, and then hardcore. Is there a responsibility being from that and actually using NYC in your name? Uh, is um, there a responsibility that to kind of like live up to these standards?
0: It's uh, it's kind of, it's. <laughs> I wanna say there is, but there isn't. Cause I feel like in New York City, uh, people are very, uh, they're hard, man. Like they're, they're really hard. So when you first start coming up in a scene it, in a really weird way, you you're really responsible for how you, how you play shows and how you interact with people. Cause it's very, it's, it's almost like a family in a way. Um, New York city is very, very much like family oriented. It's not really like band and fans. It's like band and family. Mm-hmm. um as you start getting bigger though it, it does start to become a responsibility because you know you're from new york city and we have everything here everyone other states look at us and they're like oh my god you're from new york city like you know the mecca of the world and i it's kind of scary because people from new york city also expect you to make new york city the biggest thing ever so it's, it's kind of scary it's kind of challenging um i kind of don't really mind it too much though i love challenges and also being from new york that's like something we thrive on like we like being yeah. put in the dirt, because we just like growing from it, you know? Like, we're all just dirty trees that just grow into these big, <laughs> <right>. dirtier trees. <laughs> right. Um, so your sound,
2: like we, we talk, is, it's very unique sounding. I mean, I think just personally sounding, there bands always need um, other, fans, I'm sorry, fans need something to kind of attach a band to that is new to them. What do they sound like? I think fans of Linkin Park and I Prevail will take you guys automatically. It's got that feel clean. It's clean, but heavy when it needs, when it's, when it's time to be heavy. And let's talk about the new single Montero and you're going to forgive me because I'm going to say this in most utmost respect. Okay. Is that to me, if you weren't doing this song and Shakira decided she wanted to be a metalhead, this song (laughs) would work for her. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm saying, I, I just, it has, that. it's it's the, one of those things And you guys are going to be one of those artists That pull pop fans into hard rock
0: So, And that's she, not a bad
2: place to be That's a great place to be Poppy's the same kind of person Pulls the pop people into the darker, more gothy metal stuff You guys are at that place where you could do that Because the stuff is smooth enough to lure people in And then you drop the
0: heavy on them Thank you, I appreciate that Well, it's it's kind of weird So Montero is actually a cover of a pop song um, And it, it wasn't originally Yeah, it, it's Montero by, by Lil Nas X It it wasn't something <laughs> we were going to cover at first Oh, I'm uh, sorry I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not, yeah, so beyond, this, beyond my pay grade. No, dude, check this out. So uh, really, Are
1: you I I'm sorry. like one of the biggest songs. I, that I don't there. know where I don't know where I don't know god, if it, Oz it, it, fits it, with I, my
0: Black I, Sabbath records. No, it's funny because I this is not the first time I've heard this. I know people who never <laughs> listened to that that song, <laughs> of the pop single, and listened to ours and was like, oh my god, this song is incredible. And you know, I try to I try to also let everyone know, like I I am a pop singer. Um, I grew up listening to like. Michael Jackson, um, Usher, just every, I mean, even rap, like I grew up listening to like P. Diddy, Jada Kiss, Beanie Siegel, like Cameron, like all these rappers and stuff. So all of my influence comes from that world. Like that's where I feel like that's where I got everything from. Um, I got into rock really later in life. um, But Montero was a song where I, I heard, I heard the original song and I absolutely loved it. And I wrote a cover I wrote it here at home. Like I wrote, yeah. I just started playing guitar and drum, you know, I mapped out the drums and everything. I put it together at home in like an hour and I sent it to the label. I was like, yeah, this would kind of be like fun to cover. And they were like, dude, you should, you should 100% do this. Like this is sick. But I didn't know if it was going to work because I don't necessarily know if people want to hear that stuff from us. So to hear even you say like that, you like. Dude, I'm, on, you know, I'm, like, I'm a pretty
2: savvy guy. And to me, it just sounds like, man, they wrote a great pop song that translates into a hard rock song. Um, It's funny you talk about Michael Jackson because your voice does reminisce a lot to that. So I can't wait till you when you get on the ship and you and Aarón Jones had have a discussion because Aarón's favorite singer is yeah. Michael. Dude, and I absolutely love Michael. That would be a Jackson. great conversation. I'd love to be in. A, you know what? You know what that sounds like, Chad? A making wow. waves shipwrecked episode
1: with those two talking Michael Jackson the entire time. That would be an absolutely great. I episode could and also be forever. <laughs> What if you guys yeah. were just to do, instead of the episode, I just got an idea, it's just hitting me like a brain, a brainwave here. What if you were to sing um, over? You no, know, just like sing parts of a Michael Jackson song back and forth to each other I'm as a, almost I'm, like it's a battle, but a dance. <laughs> at the same I am scene. in, yeah, let's let's just
0: Michael Jackson vocal dance. <laughs> oh and
2: we'll Full get the cherry bombs to dance, dance while you're doing
0: amazing. it. Amazing. Yeah, we'll Good. get the cherry bombs to <laughs> dance behind you. Yeah, that comparison is kind of crazy though. Cause I, you know, I grew up listening to Michael, like he was everything. He was actually the first singer that I ever listened to where I, I think I was when I realized I could sing. Um, cause I didn't know I could sing and I would like hum along to stuff. And I started singing. I was like, Oh, I'm actually like, I'm decent at this, I guess. And I just kept listening to like Michael Jackson stuff and singing over and over and over again. And that was, that was kind of what made me want to do music. So to even hear people kind of like put those two together to me is like, I don't see it. I don't get it. Um, maybe that's just me being me but it's kind of crazy and kind of mind blowing like at the same time
2: but yeah. isn't that what it is you 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 as the artist are not going to hear the things that me as the audience is going to hear and make reference to so yeah no it's it's a great thing man so that's a really unique skill you have set right there so yeah
1: <laughs> hang on to it We'll try because in in everything that I've picked up, Joey, it, it seems like this started as a what would be just like you put, uh, using this I don't even know if it was called varsity, but as an outlet for your own solo material and then putting the bands together, right yeah. what what kind of like um, I guess the best question the best way I could formulate this question is like, where did you start when you're writing a song? and are you still the primary songwriter, or are you involving the other members in that process?
0: Okay, so uh, I usually start with uh, guitar parts. So well, actually to to go back, um I'm the primary writer for um, the band. So I write um I write and record all of the the songs and demos here at home. Um, I usually start with guitar. like I, I sometimes hear vocal melodies in my head, but for the most part, I, I kind of consider myself a guitarist more than a vocalist. So I pick up my guitar and I start playing and then just lay down some bass and I'll map out some drums. And once the, the instruments are done or a certain part of the instruments are done, I will go back and start putting like little vocal lines over it and stuff like that. And then, you know, eventually I'll get to the end of the song and I'll give it to the band. I'll be like, hey, this is what I have. Is there anything you guys want to change? Most of the time they don't really want to change much. Sometimes they are like, hey, we can tweak like these little parts and stuff like that. And that ends up becoming most of, I think, yeah, 100 percent of everything that everyone has heard has been that exact same process.
1: And I read, I read it recently too, that I believe, I don't know if it's the last record or if the record hasn't come out yet, but um, so there's a, I forget his name. I think he's from the band nine. Sh- I'm sorry. I know he's from the band nine shrines, but did he produce the last record or is there something that's called? Yes. Yeah, so
0: Andrew Bayless, Andrew um,
1: Bayless. That's
0: it. Yeah. So he produced the cloud city EP and the full yeah. length that um, is done that we haven't gotten back yet, which is <laughs> crazy. Um, It was the first time we ever worked with Andrew. I didn't know if we were going to work well together. But I think uh, at the time I had decided, hey, I want to go to like, you know, I want to go to a producer, someone who's like has done this for years and like can take my songs to the next level. I sent Andrew a demo and he was like, hey, yeah, just come do one song. And uh, we went, we did Dig and me and him hit it off so well that at the end of me tracking vocals for that song before we were even leaving, he looked at me and he was like, you guys should just come back and do the EP. Don't worry about money. Let's just do this and we'll figure this out later. And in the middle of doing that whole thing, Spine Farm had come along and then they came and then we were like, yeah, we want to do a record. I immediately was like, yeah, I want to do uh, like a full record with Andrew. It's
1: it's weird in in this business how sometimes a story just writes itself by literally the connections that you make. Um you know, like you were saying, even your agent, right? Your agent is uh, in a band that, uh, as well. And I'm, I'm assuming that he didn't just, like, stumble upon you guys in some sort of uh, internet way. He probably was playing <laughs> with his band, right? You know, and you guys were playing together. And at some point in time, he became what he's doing. He's like, I got you. Let's do this, right? And yep. I'm just guessing.
0: Yep, that's, that's actually exactly how it happened. <laughs>
1: Well, then you have the building uh, as as a as a human that's been in in and out of this area for a long time. You have the building blocks of a great story. Simply, it seems like when you enter the room, uh, the room recognizes the energy that is, um, you know, that you're bringing with it yourself, and also how it reacts to the the other people in the room. So, congratulations on that. being a human <laughs> Thank it's you. really hard. <laughs> that's great. <Hey. laughs>
2: Hey Joey, with regards to you said that you kind of came to rock a w- little bit later. What uh, what what moved you in that direction? What was there something you heard or just kind of influenced? Yeah, kinda, like, so up with
0: you or no. Um, so I was only listening to like pop, rap, and stuff like that. And then uh, in high school, uh, one of my friends, uh, his name is Vincent. Uh, he came to school one day and he was like, "Hey man, I I, you, I this is Dan. I think you should listen to." Um, and it was Killswitch Engaged. And uh, he let me listen to Killswitch Engage, and and I I I remember this like it was yesterday. I remember hearing it for the first time and thinking, "Holy crap! Like people in rock like sound like this." And I got like super sucked into Killswitch Engage, and and then um, at the time, you know, I was singing, but I wasn't really like singing full time. I was more so a guitarist. Um, So I got into Adam D um, as a guitarist, and I started like looking up like Guitar World magazines and stuff, and he would talk about other bands like Azalea Dine and all these other bands. And I started getting into like everything um, guitar wise. And then, uh, you know, I want to say a couple of months passed. And um, that same friend was like, hey, there's a show going on. You should come. And I remember this perfectly. It was a a Silverstein show. It was Silverstein from First to Last and Thrice. Um, And I remember going to the show. And at the time, Sonny Moore was in from First to Last. This was before he was Skrillex. Oh yeah, and he got on stage and he started singing, and at that moment, I was like, "This is what I want to do." Like, this is this is what I want to do, and nothing else. And I think from then on, I was like, "I got to be in a band." Like, I want to be a singer of a band. <laughs> I want to do something. Was it
2: with like regards to Killswitch? Was it just the the way they were able to meld the the clean melodic with just the heavy? Was this now? Was this when Jesse was singing, or is this when um uh, Howard was singing? This is this is when
0: Howard was singing. Okay. So I remember listening to, I think it was the end of Heartache. Oh God. I think that was like, God. I think it was that song. And um, yeah, I listened to, I listened to the guitars and like the instruments. And I'm like, this is good. And then Howard starts singing and it's like, what the hell is this? Like, it's, I still get that feeling today. Like I could listen to like Kill Switch and Gage or like just Howard in general and be like, this is, this is absolutely insane. Um, but that like completely like sucked me in. I think after that point on, I was like, this is like, I'm in love with rock and I'm never going back.
2: yeah i mean that sound kind of changed metal uh for a while that kind of the clean and dirty stuff mixed in fear (laughs) factory everyone was kind of doing that thing but that was a a a pivotal point so good on your friend for turning you on to
0: that band because (laughs) it would have been
2: my other band You would have gone nah i'm okay yeah
0: i I honestly i honestly think that was the perfect band to bring me into because i i you know he knew that i was gonna love the singing i i had no idea who this band was I think Howard must have said it. He must have sang a sentence before. I was like, I don't care what the rest of the song is. Like, I already love it. I, I'm already interested. Uh, have you checked his new band Light the Fire? Oh, uh, yeah. I, I'm, I like follow okay.
2: does. I love Howard. Oh, good, good. Uh, tell you what, guys. I want to take a commercial break here real quick. So, um, hey, folks, at this time, we'd like to remind you that not only are you listening to a kick-ass podcast right now, but we also produce an amazing rock-themed vacation called <laughs> Ship That's why we're all here. Uh, We'll be sailing to Costa Maya and Cozumel on our 12th voyage in January of 2022. So please sail away with us into Metal Oblivion with Lamb of God, I Prevail, From Ashes to New, Steel Panther, and more, including Varsity NYC. Uh, Cabins are still on sale now at Shiprocked.com. All right, so listen, you got the new single out. It's probably a flavor of what you guys are going to be working on going forward. What, uh, as far as recorded material past, once you get done with the tour, what, what do you guys have your plans and your site set on?
0: So we have a full length record, um, that's already done and everything. We're just, you know, we're going to start like filming a bunch of music videos and everything else, for it. it is by far the weirdest thing I've ever written in my entire life. I'm, so super, super, super terrified of putting this stuff out, but it's uh that's what we're doing. We're gonna we're gonna try to make sure we have that out maybe hopefully sometime this year, get a couple of videos out, put out a couple of singles and stuff like that.
2: Could I ask you without giving too much away, what is it yeah. that's terrifying about it?
0: <laughs> the styles. Um so I have there's obviously, you know, there's songs that are like pop metal songs. Um there are songs that are kind of like country metal it's really weird like I wrote I so I a lot of people don't know this I am really into like southern rock and like just like that southern twangy like guitar sound and there's a couple of songs where I wrote and it's like hey I want to do like something kind of like countryish on this but mix it with metal but I'm I'm gonna sing pop stuff over this and I wasn't sure how it was gonna work and this these songs ended up all making the record and so now I'm like well it's kind of, it's scary to try something new, you know? Um, there's a ballad on the record, which is also something I've never done, like, ever. It's just a bunch of different, I think the style-wise, I tried a lot of really weird stuff that I've never done. So I'm like really scared, but I'm also excited.
2: Well, I think the ballad is always a great idea because it does help you as far as like, you know, your label looks at it as some ways to sell it to radio. They can cross segment it across different platforms, but also, you know, we love power ballads. You know, they're the backbone of a lot of hard rock, you know? So it's uh, sometimes they make or break an album. So that is good for you guys. The country one, I'm definitely interested in (laughs) what that one's going to be about. Yeah,
0: that one kind of sounds like a Johnny Cash meets metal song. It's really weird, but I love it. (laughs) Great.
1: So so I have to, you were just talking in the way, I mean, this isn't country-esque, but do you know the band Bad Rabbits? Yes, I do. Uh, Are you into that? Because I mean, like, the that. music kind of like feels like it could fit like marriage. I love that band. Also, I assume being from New York that you're uh, either into or know of the, the band Glassjaw. Oh Yeah. 180%. Yep. Okay. That, <laughs> do, you, do you love that band?
0: Yeah. That was a, uh, that was another band that I kind of like had gotten into, like I got into them really late though. Um, really, really late. But they were also like, one of my favorite bands like when i started like oh okay i want to
1: start singing more now your 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 vibe reminds me of their record worship uh, and tribute so uh i i just wanted to kind of mention that now that i think about when you're talking about this being a fearful like that's a space and time if you think about like even if you got into glass late or even bad bad rabbits at the time of uh, in our culture that those bands came out it was like it was rubbing Two stones together, right? Mm-hmm. In a in a way that just it just for some reason. I mean, I, I love those bands. <clears> I, I listen. and I absolutely love Glassjaw, right? Uh, especially that first record. The uh, and the, I mean, they're both great. in the last one, but uh, the point of where I, I was getting to is like, I don't think you have anything to be a fearful of when you can go and do a little like look what Lil Nas X did as a as a breakout artist. Then turning around and putting out the song that you guys covered. You know, like you're in good hands, I feel like with today's temperature, especially with people um your age, our age and below. Sorry, Justin. Uh but the idea is like our Christ, minds man. our minds are just you know, we're we're sitting here waiting for something to different to come into our our nucleus, right?
0: So, yeah. so- I I think it's interesting also like now, like, just like you said, like we're all kind of waiting for something different to come in, but I think because I'm on this side of the fence, I'm, it's more of like, how can I make my music different? Cause I have, I, I listen to so many different things uh, and I want to do them all. Like I've never been the kind of person who's like, yeah, I want to just do this like one style of music forever. That's boring. Like that becomes, it just becomes the most boring, like just boring shit ever. I was like, I don't want to do that. So like trying to bring new stuff in to, to, you know, metal, which also, you know, is notoriously known for like, we are literally the most gatekeepy genre ever. Like metal fans just want metal music. It's hard and it's scary, but I, I think, I think fans nowadays are more receptive of people doing things that are just completely out of the box
1: Absolutely, man. I think the single culture kind of like uh, paved the way for that too, you know? <laughs> the idea of what a full length is means nothing the way that it used to. It's still Hell a yeah. prized possession for most music fans and specific, specifically the artists, right? Because yes, it's, a, it's a book, you know, it's a yeah. different chapters in a book. Yeah. Where, where, but, but with the, the ability to pivot and pay attention to what's going on, how, you, how what you're doing is reacting. Not to say that everything is commerce, because it's not, but at the end of the day... If you're making music and you're putting it on a DSP platform in particular, the whole fucking point of that is to make it as, as easily accessible as possible for other people to listen oh, to it, yeah. right? So you're yeah. you are, in a sense, paying attention. And you have to if you want to continue to put out music or if you're planning to continue to put out music. Yeah. So I think. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I just to relate back to your to the fearful moments, man. I'm I, I'm interesting this. I'm interested to see where your your career ends up going from here. And I think you have nothing to be fearful of. It. And the Shiprock folks feel the same way. So. Yeah. Speaking of, uh, we
2: want to we want to we welcome everyone from uh, Shiprock who's watching us now on Facebook Live. Welcome Woo! everyone. Um, <clears throat> listen, guys, we're, we're going to start doing something new here. So. Uh, we'll get to it, but we, our Walk the Plank segment. Now, whoever submits a question that we pull from tonight wins a $50 merch gift card. So get a good original uh, question ready for Joey. And not really so much a question, a Walk the Plank question. You guys kind of figured out what that is by now. Um, so the best one, we'll say online, and or we'll say online. We'll say where well, we are online. Good Lord. Yeah, the interweb, you know. <laughs> We're on the interweb. That's right. Thank you. And then uh, you guys will, will will walk home with the riches of a fifty dollars merch card. So uh, let's let's uh, we'll give you a few minutes to knock that out while we continue our conversation here with Joey. Um, so Chad mentioned something about cross pollination. Right now is is kind of the way for a lot of fans. Fans are so more much more open minded with the advent of Spotify and things like that because they can take chances now and it really doesn't cost them anything to listen to band X Y Z. They can just that's ah, not my thing. I'll go with something else. But with that said, they'll catch on the bands and go, wow, this is so unique and original. And it is the time to be unique and original because, well, Spotify's kind of leveled the playing field for a lot of people. And uh, one other thing, I think Chad made a great point. Glassjaw 10 years ago, 15 years ago, was like listening. Well, it was hard. It was a hard listen. And it's like Dillinger Escape Plan. But now you you listen to them now and you're like, man, these guys are so iconic. They were so ahead of the game. We finally kind of caught up with them. Yeah. And also, a-
0: D- the Dillinger Escape Plan, that's the best band name in the world. Just want to throw that out there. That is literally the best band name uh,
2: ever. They are definitely the most adventurous, dynamic, and, uh, well, harmful to one another. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they're amazing, though. They're they're
2: great. <laughs> yeah, I would never want to get in a, in a class between uh, Ben and Greg on stage. That would just be brutal. <laughs> So anyway, uh, well, so uh, earlier and uh, folks, when you guys listen to the full podcast, uh, when we drop it this Monday, you'll hear uh, Chad and Joey talking about, well, the essence of sailing on a boat and being musician. And this is going to be Joey's first run, not only on Rock, but on a boat. So we're going to talk about that for a few minutes and what he can expect. He and the band actually can expect from not only the performances, but uh, your fan interaction. Um, so, uh, listen, one of the things we can tell you is that your shows are going to, by the time you guys are on in January, everyone's going to be very well versed in who you are either seeing you live or really digging your record. Cause we do, we create our Spotify playlist for Shiprock and you guys are part of that. So people will get turned on to it and keep going. And by the time you roll around, they're going to know everything you're doing. They're going to know every nuance in every song. So when you guys are playing the deck stage or wherever we got you, it's going to be raucous and it's going to be And Chad can attest this better than anyone It's a, somewhat of a game changer for the advent of your career.
0: I, yeah, I mean, you know what's funny about that it? I, oh, sorry.
1: Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. I've
0: never been on a ship. I'm interested to see what it would be like for us, like actually playing music on a ship. I've never been on a ship. So to be playing on one, I guess it also still hasn't hit me that we're doing this. Um, like I can talk about it sounds like, Oh yeah, we we'll are do a ship rock, but it hasn't, I don't think it'll hit me until we get on the boat. So I, I'm, like, super excited for this, like,
1: super, super excited for it. The the, the interesting thing that... Uh, usually I'll ask a question, like, hey, so what did it feel uh, to guests who have um, been on the show who have also played the ship? You know, I'll say, so can you, re- can you recall the moment of walking you know, on board and seeing what you're, the vessel for the first time that you're going to be playing on and what was that feeling like? And then vice versa. Do you remember walking off that ship and how you, your body mind and just everything kind of felt off of the ship? Because it is, it was literally five, six days, five days, whatever we're at, at this point, I think it's five You lose track of time and then you get off of the ship yeah. and you're like, this doesn't feel right. Like life doesn't feel the same ever again. And as a new band, that feeling is even more com- compounded because not only did you just play quite possibly the best shows of your entire career and you didn't realize it, uh, but your entire essence as a human has now brought in the this entire 5,500 people that are always going to be your friends and family and all this stuff. And you'll find they're all over the world. So you continue to tour and they'll show up. And together you'll have memories, break bread, drink beer, talk about whatever's going on in each other's lives and other people like that you're on tour with. they would be like, who are all these fucking people that, in these <laughs> jerseys that they ship on your, you know, like they don't know what, what it is. And like, oh, you just got to play and you'll understand. And that's, yeah. a it's a real culture. It's a real movement. I can't, I love these conversations because I, I, I full ass a plan. Justin it, it can attest to like, so, were we right or were we wrong? You know, that sort of thing. <laughs> uh, so, I, I'm interested to talk to you after we've sailed, you know?
0: Oh, yeah, man. I'm, I'm excited for all this. Like, it's, it just seems unreal. It also just seems unreal that this exists. Could you think of, like, a cruise with, like, bands on it, like, happening years, like, ago? No, I right? Mean, yeah, I, I can't even think about that. Like, to, to be able to think about, like, all right, there's a ship that's, we're on, we're playing in the middle of the ocean for seven days and there's all these amazing bands. Is this even real? Like, are we are we living, is this reality? It's it's, it's insane to think about, like, all altogether. I, I, I think, think that's one of same the same?
2: interesting points is that, for one, you're right, you're like, did we think about it? No, we always just thought about the lounge band that happened to be the house acts for the ship, you know, when you're out with your <laughs> parents. I mean, some of yeah. the crews, their folks always were going up. Or, you know, it's whatever, it's, you know, whoever's been uh, commissioned to play on the boat that was from the local Holiday Inn in town, uh, but to have these rock shows to, to to this proportion, no, we didn't, and that's just again we were always as a business trying to find a paradigm, like how can we mirror what's going on on land, scale it down, but make it this much more incredible experience. But I think the thing about it, Joe, and you're going to realize this, is like when you're playing, you're going, you're just playing on a, a it, you're on a boat, but it's very stationary, so you don't, you feel like you're just, you know, you're playing a club in, you know, Pennsylvania one night, but you don't realize that you're in the middle of the damn ocean. <laughs> on this thing that's basically a skyscraper that's been turned uh horizontal and uh, that's basically what it is so it, yes it's always important after you play to go up on the deck and go holy shit we just played an hour on the boat in the middle of this water this is a, it's an amazing experience whether w- whatever you take from it that's always gonna be the amazing thing is that experience and then i think the other experience again chat can attest to in any band has come on is always this nervousness like okay Wait, okay, the fans—they're going to be right. We're going to be basically like, like with them. Yeah, and it's an amazing experience because some of your conversations, be at a breakfast or dinner, are so enlightening and so. Yeah. You'll get and indul- done. And these people will school. I get schooled by some of these people on music. I think I'm pretty versed in it, but they know some things that I'm still catching up with. So it's it's always a great conversation to make it very enjoyable. We're we'll definitely going to get you guys involved in some of the shenanigans we have on stage as far as <laughs> getting involved with them, helping us out, being a part of it, because we want you guys to not just be the artists that we brought on. We want you to be a part of this.
1: Oh, and yeah. It's
2: super important. So, yeah.
1: I think, what's what's I think can Just say yes. When, when oh, my yeah, friend, no, I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. Just, says, you Sure. You to, just say yes. I <laughs> yes. promise you. Yes I'm saying yes to everything.
0: <laughs> it's funny because, yeah. um, like you said, like, fan interactions, like, I think that's one of the main things I'm looking forward to on the ship. I've never been, I've never been in the position where I can spend, you know, an elongated period of time with my fans. You know, you, you usually, on tour, you pull up at a venue, you get a couple of hours, you meet some good people, and then you drive to the next thing. You never get, like, that time... To talk to people. I'm interested in just being able to sit down and actually have conversations with people who just love music. Like, it doesn't even matter if you love my band. You could hate my band. If you love music, I just want to talk to you. Like, you're already on the ship and join bands. Those are the kind of things that I feel like I'm looking forward to the most. Like, again, I just love talking. Like, I, I love talking shit. Um, so anyone anyone who gets on the ship And just likes talking shit Like I'm going to be a guy Like I am I am 180% your guy I will talk all day uh, I think, I think it, we should uh, and
1: Have him Sorry Justin I was going to say I think we should have him uh, Do some of the band uh, um, uh, The band deep dive things, uh, maybe, i'm uh, just tossing this out here, maybe he, we can include him on one of those, not, you know, we would bring the, the artist on stage and we ask like some questions.
2: Oh to, yeah. You know, yeah. We, can. we love doing that with, with uh, so they, some of the, uh, no offense, the younger bands we love doing that with, because again, it, it helps the audience get to know your personality, which is obviously always very endearing. Um, because nowadays in the music business, the curtain has been pulled back. There's no mystery anymore. We want to know about the artist. It, it really yeah. brings us closer to them. But I think one of the things, uh, that's great for the artists, uh, especially being in your position is you're playing and you're playing, and you're looking and you're looking over and there's like Randy from Lamb of God or those like, you know, LJ or someone from seven dust watching you. And it's like, now you're being, they're checking out what, what's new in the scene. They're checking out who's up and coming. They want to, and they will work with you and they will talk with you. And you have these great conversations because you're not rushed because you're not going, got to get on the bus and we got to get to the next town. You're like, Hey man, we have a week. So we're going to take a time for an hour and just talk the business, the game. How can I do this? What do I expect? You know, what do I, what's it like 20 years in your career? How do you feel about things? There's so many questions that you're going to have, and you have these great mentors who are just there and so willing to give you information.
0: That's, that's like so incredible. Also, like, I feel, to be honest, I probably, I'd probably be too afraid to talk to like, like Randy from Lamagot because like I, that was like one of the first bands like I ever listened to. So I probably, you know, get like nice and hammered first and just stumble my way over him like listen Randy I love you believe me he'll do all the
2: talking you're good there he'll (laughs) you don't have to say a word
1: (laughs) so listen (laughs) oh you brought that up that uh, that's that's like it's in particular you'll Randy's a great guy and yeah and if you just talk to him he's gonna be like oh let's go you know we're okay we're on we're on on. (laughs)
0: The conversation
2: is uh, Speaking of uh, New York legends, I, by way of DC, I can't imagine someone like yourself, and there's like HR on board, and it's just kind of oh, like bad. from the bad brains. And you're like, oh, shit, he's a godfather. Holy fuck, what do what yeah. I say? <laughs> Again, you just let him That's talk fun, because he be will like, take you into the solar system, <laughs> but it's going to be a great conversation. Well, listen, about this time, we play this thing called Walk the Plank. So this one's from Karen Gaffney Karen, yeah. you are the winner uh, Per our choosing chat I don't think you would disagree with this choice. So her question is this okay. If you could invade one living Human's body for an hour Who would it be and what would you do?
0: Wow, that's great. <laughs> one human uh, that's, that's a hard one uh, That's a damn
2: good one I'm so pissed I, off I never thought of it You know what?
0: Okay, I would probably invade uh, Ryan Reynolds' body and just walk around the street. I'd love to know what it's like to be Ryan Reynolds for a day. And just walk around the street and do normal things. This guy is a great actor. He's probably the best looking human on the planet. Like, I would love to just be Ryan Reynolds. So, Ryan, I would be Ryan Reynolds for a day. And I would just walk around the street. <laughs> just walk around. But that's a good one. Just work. let random people like, maul me.
1: It, yeah it's you know, funny about ryan reynolds too like it is like he's so engaging you'd probably just yeah. stop
2: talking just just stop and talk to everyone <laughs>
1: <laughs> never getting anything done son <laughs> yeah
2: <laughs> chad have a hey No, not chat up with while we're on it chad would you do that who would you do for
1: an hour oh my god you always you i know i always
2: put you I, I just come on
1: uh fuck ryan reynolds is off the table um, yeah on <laughs> the down table away. damn it it's right there son of a bitch uh <laughs> you know what man living or dead is that was that no it has to be de- living. living it has to be living oh, okay yeah.
2: if you, if you <laughs> want to murray. sleep for an hour you can pick the dead bill murray <laughs> that <laughs>
1: is fucking a
2: great answer god damn bill it you know he's more he'd be more popular than ryan reynolds on the street
0: oh yeah 180 yes yeah.
1: Wow. My, my first choice would have been Robin Williams, but it's uh, Living, isn't Yeah, like living yeah, yeah, no, dude. That's, that's, that's amazing.
2: Yeah. What about you, Justin? Who I'll say, uh, hey. unfortunately, I'm going to have to usurp you, Joey. I'm going to go with, I'd like to be Jason Momoa for an hour. Ooh, okay. Okay. All right. Okay. See yourself Not out, because Joey. of the reasons you yeah. think. <laughs> Not because of the reasons you think. I would just like to be able to sit down in a bar and drink a Guinness. <laughs> Oh, wait, I don't think I understand. <laughs> he is like the number one purveyor. Basically Guinness has named a beer after him because he's such oh. a big drinker of Guinness. I, is- I know it's a deep dive, but you got to really know who he is, man. You got to really know who he is. His I mean, personality, I what didn't he's, know he's-
1: that. Yeah. I did not know that anything about that. Oh, yeah, dude, God. he's like the,
2: the shit, but yeah, uh I would just like to be more and listen, hey, it wouldn't it wouldn't hurt to have like, you know, be the Pied piper for an hour down the street. <laughs> <laughs> i got that one
1: yeah awesome. thank you, right. you. Well, that's a good question congratulations
2: what was yeah what was con- karen that was karen gaffney karen uh we'll get with you afterwards you'll be getting your 50 gift to get the leggings they're super hot
1: yeah especially in the summer because it's warm outside, <laughs> it's warm outside. <laughs> i mean for the yoga class man yeah you know chad what's okay. your that's walk sad. the plank dude uh, all right man So check this out, Joey. Can you hear me okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. I had one, and then that one made me – Karen's question made me changed so I could kind of, like, follow through with this here. So I got to grab it real quick, and it was (laughs) – okay, cool. So is the male or the female body more beautiful to you?
0: Is the male or the female (laughs) body more beautiful to me?
1: Yeah. (laughs) If you just – just the idea of the concept – that a man or a female body is, which would you, which do you think is the most, uh, aesthetically pleasing? Not to say that you're like dudes. I'm just saying like, think no, about yeah, that.
0: well, a female body, men are disgusting. Like, have you ever just like looked at yourself in the mirror? I sometimes look at myself and I'm ashamed. I'm just like, wow. Like this, <laughs> this is all I am. Like, cause this is yeah. what, this is what I was born with. Um, it's so lucky that you're just doing that
1: sometimes. To be honest with you, because uh,
0: I think I do it every single time. I, I, I think if I looked at myself every day, I'd I'd, <laughs> I'd probably just like never go outside. <laughs> I just I just ball up like in my bed and just like get under the sheets and just never leave. Yeah, I, I'm I'm <laughs> gonna go with I'm gonna go with females all the way, 180. All right, you know what? But I
1: just you know (laughs) know, with the Ryan Reynolds thing, I was like, all right, well, maybe you know Ryan Reynolds is different though. Ryan Reynolds is like
0: (laughs) Ryan Reynolds is special.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Like he's he's like, you know what I always say? I've always said this: two people, Ryan Reynolds and Jared Leto, won the genetic, like the lottery. They got everything that every guy like kind of wants, like in looks and like acting, and they both sing, they like do everything, and it's like how. Why, this is not fair. How, how are these people born with so many different things? And I'm over here just like, damn it. I'll answer that question.
2: They are masons, that's why. They <laughs> are crazy these things from evil powers.
0: We, we can get into that <laughs> so, conversation. I, I would love to get into that conversation.
2: <laughs> Listen, I got a so, question, so then so that it correlates. With, with, so Chad brought that up and you, you gave a response. All right, I'm gonna follow up. If there's one thing you could change about your body, what would it be?
0: About my body, I, I, maybe I'd like to be like a little taller. How tall are you? Five eight
2: five nine. Five nine. Okay, you're taller than Prince. You're good. How tall so, is
1: Prince?
2: It's five three. Um,
1: uh, <laughs> I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Yeah, dude, wow.
2: Bono too. Bono's like five three five four. It's crazy. Uh-huh.
1: I guess, in that case, I'm pretty good. <laughs> yeah,
2: you're doing okay. You're better than Bono. better than Bono, dude. I mean, you can get the, you're gonna get the jump ball before he does at center court. So you're good. Yeah, you're <laughs> better than Celo too. I,
1: I believe uh, the hip hop guy from the '90s.
2: Which uh, and Bono. you're also taller than uh, you're you're taller than Skrillex. So you already, you know, there you go.
0: That's true. That is that is <laughs> right.
2: We could probably go down a whole laundry list of people that you're actually taller than. So yes, you're taller than Fran Lebowitz.
0: You guys make me feel who's, so good right now. Yeah. Who's the, who, also, who the hell is Fran Leibowitz? You're, you're oh, from New York, New York you're, City. You
2: know, Fran Lebowitz is like in New York City, like legend. She's like is bigger, is bigger than Martin Scorsese. Uh, okay. Y- anyway, we got some people <laughs> no, coming. No, you, you have to. Yeah, you, I need to know this right now. Fran Lebowitz. Yeah, just
0: look at. Fran.
1: Yeah, you, you you should probably just know that moving forward.
0: Just just I bet up. you I bet you any money I'll probably look this up and I'll be like I did know this person I just didn't know the name.
2: You know 100%. her voice for sure.
0: I guarantee I I probably do. I guarantee it. Watch, I'm gonna feel so stupid. I feel so dumb.
2: <laughs> anyway, hey the thank you so much, Karen. Thank you. That was like. You just made we just feel like freshmen compared to your senior thesis question. Chad and I just threw Hail Marys and you really thought one out. So, good on you. 50 bucks merch coming your way. Um so listen, uh you want to play a few would you rather's? You want to do that yeah. with us? A few ra- would you want to yeah. do that? Few, yeah. Okay. All right. We'll do this. We'll do we'll do let's knock out a couple of those, Chad, and then we're going to then we're going to uh, we're going to tell everyone what's going on with uh, with Varsity. Yeah, I'm not nice
0: Okay, you guys crazy. So right? Oh, my out. God, you're it's drinking.
2: Good. Look at it, screwball, folks. Oh, bottle. He's drinking a screwball oh, from the bottle. This thing is delicious.
0: And- I opened it. So I opened it thinking I'd have, like, a little bit. I'm like, oh, you know, I had, like, a little bit before. But now I can't stop drinking it. So I blame you guys. Okay. Oh, great. I, said, <laughs> it. I blame you, you know? <laughs> why
2: why do I feel on, like, arrested for running. Oh, God, <laughs> did we open Pandora's box
1: <laughs> I'm drinking this. All okay. right, so let's bla- let's blast out, like let's do two each, you know, make yeah. it easy. So, hey, hey Joey, these aren't literally just like, would you rather this or this? And then no, you don't need to give any explanation. Boom, okay, done. Okay. So would you rather have no one show up to your wedding or your funeral? <sighs> My funeral. <laughs> I always laugh at those answers because they are so <laughs> bad.
0: I don't care, dude Listen, when I die, throw me in the trash I don't even need to put me me, me where I belong The trash This is a
2: fucking hefty bag (laughs) We're going to go ahead And and, and, and turn your body into something We can spread it on Arbor Day (laughs) There we go go. Anyway, all right, Joey Would you rather socks or underwear be banished forever?
0: Um socks forever you gotta wear underwear man i gotta keep my you know my shit in place do you
2: i don't know man well come on dude. we can go that's
0: one less step what if you go to the gym and you're wearing like short shorts and now you're not wearing underwear and you're you're
2: like well it's probably not your stretching day so stick to upper <laughs> body workouts
0: no squats or it's somebody else's <laughs> stretching day
2: and
1: you uh, just <laughs> gifted them a great moment <laughs> life uh so, uh, so would you rather, okay, so picture this, the confines of, would you rather for one year spend it that year in jail or just completely shave off a year of your life? I
0: guess i shave off a year
1: of my life. So you'd rather do that than be in jail. Okay. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, who, wants, yeah. who wants to be in jail? i mean have heard some of conversations bros, heard friends, read some good books yeah, yeah, yeah. i would rather like, food like, there, like, you, can,
2: you can you can, more can more. probably get your i mean nowadays it seems like you can get some sort of like you can probably at least get an associate's degree in something i yeah. mean yeah yeah who's the plus so, side yeah a plus i just
0: don't i wouldn't want to be in that fucking screwball though yeah i just don't want to be in prison thinking about the outside world i feel like that's like more like I know you get that one little thing
2: with the little cell window, and you see a bird—the same bird—flying every day, and just flipping you off. Uh, Yeah, and
0: then
1: you wish you were a bird for you, dude. A a bird (laughs) with opposable thumbs, like the only (laughs) one.
0: (laughs) And your family's out here embarrassing you with like the free free Joey signs, like yo, free my homie Joey. It's like, uh, come on, don't do this, man. I'd rather not. makes sense anyway all right well thank
2: you for for uh, humoring us with the, those your answers on would you rather listen guys um varsity's going out with uh awake a, a, a at last woke, at last jesus i'm having tongue tied <laughs> awake at last um for a uh, summer tour here in july and august working on new material the album he says is going to be genre bending so prepare yourselves for that please check out all their stuff it's on spotify if you want to go make it part of your permanent collection, go to iTunes and throw a little, throw a little change that way and pick up some new songs, check out cloud city. And obviously the new song, which is a little Nas song I've come to find out Montero, which the band makes sound well, like one of their originals. So run with that. Joey, is there anything you want to tell our listening audience while uh, we still have you?
0: Yeah. Thank you for supporting me and, you know, the guys who, you know, make up varsity. And also if you see me on the ship, um, I I start drinking the moment I wake up. So if you see me, just be ready. Full on. Over. I literally well, wake up. A
1: butthole yep. over here, guys. Yep. I'm just, just gonna wake
0: up, up <laughs> drink. I might make it to the stage. You know. Who knows?
2: Who knows? <laughs> we, you know, the thing we have a habit to come. We have we we go find artists. So we will we will knock on every door till we find you. And go showtime. Let's go. Ten minutes <laughs> in the test.
0: You can drag <laughs> me it's on right. stage, like just throw me like in the middle, <laughs> just sprawled
2: out. It's fine. Well, yeah, well, <laughs> we're, we're gonna have to say uh playing the part of Joey tonight for this uh, 10 o'clock set on the stage will be Chad. So uh yeah Chad.
1: <laughs> this is happening I'm now. just gonna fucking like, butcher it the whole time. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you don't think I butcher my own sets? <laughs> and you do no, right. <laughs> <too> shit. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, guys,
2: well, listen, everyone out there, thanks for uh, listening to Making Ways. ship rock podcast, part of the Sound Talent Media family and the fastest growing rock music podcast in the world. That is a fact, by the way. We checked the stats. Uh, we've had nearly 5,000 downloads this year alone and our community is growing larger and more involved than ever. So thank you much for your support. And remember to review, rate and subscribe and share with all your best friends. And also, <laughs> anything you really do helps us spread the word uh, about our awesome guests and their musics. Plus, everybody, and this is no no lie, everybody gets a free puppy. Anyway, hey,
1: on, on behalf of myself, Justin if you don't Brasso, take yours, we throw you. them in the fucking ocean. So just take oh, your free puppy. Oh, right? my
2: God almighty. Yeah. Thank you to Joey Valera from uh, Varsity for joining us tonight. Thank you, uh, obviously, Chad Nicefield. And all, obviously all the Ask For Entertainment family, including our uh, our show engineer, Jennifer Zito, our producer, Alan McManus, our show coordinator, Heather Smith, and, of course, the captain, Alan Koenig. None of this would be possible without those folks. So we just want to remind you to rock hard and vacation harder. You guys have a good uh, a good evening, rest of your week. And uh, we're going to do this again next week. We got some extra special stuff coming up, guys. So pay attention to your inboxes and to our social media stuff. And remember, check out varsity. You can find them on Instagram, Facebook. Just go find them. Just go see them when they play your play your town. All right. Take care, everyone. Ta-da.